welcome to the Elephant in the Room, the Black Creative Experience podcast, where we have straightforward combos with Black visionaries, as well as Black wellness practitioners from around the country on the preservation of Black history through cultivating fine art, collective healing through holistic medicine and nutrition, or inspiring others through community service. Welcome and thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Muffy Rainbow Post, and I'm not very good at the small talk, so let's get straight into it. trying from groove theory is still a very very groovy song from them that doesn't get enough love amela rue has a very beautiful voice still the jam welcome to the black creative experience i am your host muffy rainbow puffs and today we are going to kind of tone it down. Um, the content is a bit more serious this time, but a very important topic. Um, why is it so hard for people to receive love? Not give, but receive love and respond negatively to it if people are too loving or too kind initially. And usually is deep-rooted in a is a trigger response often subconscious uh rooted in trauma um and we're going to explore that a little more and break down the different types of trauma and the most common reasons why it's hard for people to accept love as well as at the end of the episode Um, I'll also provide a few online resources as well as um, some, excuse me, local resources for therapy for those who are interested in that. 
that option will be there as well attached to this podcast um, link in the description so stay tuned and let's go learn some Now, according to the American Psychological Association, trauma is defined as an emotional response to a terrible event, accident, or a natural disaster. A person may experience trauma as a response to any event they find physically or emotionally threatening or harmful. A traumatized person can feel a range of emotions both immediately after the event and in the long term. They may feel overwhelmed, helpless, shocked, or have difficulty processing their experiences. Trauma can also cause physical symptoms. Trauma can have long-term effects on a person's well-being. If symptoms persist and do not decrease in severity, it can indicate that the trauma has developed into a mental health disorder called post-traumatic stress disorder, better known as PTSD. There are a few different types of trauma, and I'm just going to name three. The first, acute trauma. This results from a single stressful or dangerous event. Chronic trauma. This results from repeated and prolonged exposure to highly stressful events. Examples include abuse, bullying, and what's going on right now, what we're living with the with COVID and just being on lockdown and this whole experience. It is a traumatic experience. And then there's complex trauma. This results from exposure to multiple traumatic events. And when you think about this year and how people respond to things just as a society, we're just a lot more aggressive, even just I'm noticing being out and about like people are tailgating more, people are uh, more prompt to honk the horn, you know, get snappy and Whenever you feel yourself getting fed up with people, and I know it's hard because it's stressful and all that's going on, show them grace. Show them grace. And here are a few emotional and psychological responses to being under a high amount of stress. There's denial, anger, fear, sadness, shame, confusion, high anxiety, depression, numbness, guilt, feeling hopeless, easily irritable, difficult focusing, concentrating, um, emotional outburst, um, shutting down, not knowing how to know how to feel, or in a constant state of hyperarousal, 
or uh, in other words, when someone is in a constant state of alertness, constantly on edge, and insomnia happens, which is very, very common for many people when you're under a lot of stress. But uh, I don't want to take up too much time um, with this small talk. I wanted to get into the meat of it all here. I was just really just taking some time to myself in just the last several months, just thinking about this year, processing everything, just processing everything, reading books, uh, reading different articles in the paper and things of that sort. And I came across this article by a Dr. Robert Firestone on why it is hard for people to accept and embrace being loved. And I'm just going to graze over the article with a few key points. And I included in the uh, description, the direct link, if you would like to read that on your own time. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet and just hit the main points. So he really breaks it down into six main points on how it can be very hard for people to accept love. And he says this, many people are unaware that being loved or especially valued makes them feel angry and withholding. Indeed, this paradoxical reaction is largely unconscious. Even a simple compliment, although initially accepted at face value and enjoyed, can later arouse feelings of disbelief or anger towards the person giving the compliment or can trigger negative attitudes and critical feelings towards oneself. But why does love, positive acknowledgement, and compliments arouse such animosity? There are a number of primary causes of this phenomenon, and here are a few. Number one, being loved arouses anxiety because it threatens long-standing psychological defenses formed early in life in relation to emotional pain and rejection, therefore leaving a person feeling more vulnerable. Although the experience of being chosen and especially valued is exciting and can bring happiness and fulfillment, at the same time, it can be frightening and the fear often translates into anger and hostility. Basically, love is scary when it contrasts with childhood trauma. Number two, being loved provokes a painful identity crisis. When people have been hurt, they feel that if they accepted love into their life, the whole world as they have experienced it would be shattered and they would not know who they were. Being valued or seen in a positive light is confusing because it conflicts with the negative self-concept that many people form within their family. Number three, being loved arouses sadness and painful feelings from the past. Being treated with love and tenderness arouses a kind of poignant sadness 
that many people still struggle to block out. Ironically, close moments with a partner can activate memories of painful childhood experiences or fears of abandonment and feelings of loneliness from the past. People are afraid of being hurt in the same ways they were hurt as children. Number four, accepting being loved in reality disconnects people from a fantasy bond with their parents. Early in life, children develop fantasies of being fused with a parent or primary caregiver to compensate for what is emotionally missing in their environment. The imagined connection offers a sense of safety, partially gratifies the child's needs, and relieves painful feelings of emotional deprivation and rejection. This fantasy persists into adult life, although it may be largely unconscious. As a result, the hurt individual maintains a sense of pseudo-independence, an attitude that they can take care of themselves without a need of others. Number five, positive acknowledgement arouses guilt in relation to surpassing the parent of the same sex. So achieving success in one's love life or career can make a person aware of their parents' weaknesses, limitations, and failures to find gratification in their lives, in particular the parent of the same sex. Being chosen or preferred by a loved one in a relationship or being acknowledged for a success for which others are striving in the workplace tends to precipitate guilt reactions and self-recriminations. When the guilt of surpassing one's parent or associate is apparent, people fear retaliation and tend to limit or go against their own development aka dumb themselves down to fit in with their environment and number six accepting being loved stirs up painful existential issues being close to another in a loving relationship makes one aware that life is precious but must be eventually surrendered if we embrace life and love we must also face deaths and inevitability In particular, the experience of being loved makes one place more value on one's life and the anticipation of its ending becomes torturous. For this reason, people attempt to modify those loving exchanges rather than go through the painful feelings. Often close moments in a relationship are followed by attempts on the part of one or both partners to take the edge off the experience or to withdraw to a safer distance. Many people have spoken of heightened feelings of death and anxiety after feeling especially close emotionally and sexually and of later reacting with anger and withholding behaviors that led to the deterioration in the relationship. For the most part, people create the emotional world in which they live. In actuality, they attempt to recreate the world they lived in as children to maintain psychological equilibrium. And I want to pause right there 
And I wanted to say, there's no way for you to, you'll never be able to go back and recreate the childhood or have the childhood you never had. You'll never be able to get right that one relationship you got that one thing wrong with someone else but you can use your experiences to create something new and wonderful for yourself we can never go back and do things over and that's why it's important to like I said earlier just be conscious and be graceful with people as much as you can Um, really think about things and write it out. Most things in life a year from now is things that we're not going to think about usually, you know? So when you think about life that way, it kind of just, kind of just puts things into perspective, but you can never recreate the past. You can only create a new and forge ahead. So don't be afraid. I said all that to say, don't be afraid to create something new for yourself. And please check out these resources attached to the podcast. Um, There's a great uh, Black therapist here in the metro Atlanta area, Juanita Davis. She is awesome. Definitely someone... um, worth chatting with at the Collier Counseling LLC in the Northlake area if you're in Metro Atlanta and familiar with where that is around Northlake Mall right over there in a little office park very discreet very professional and uh, over all around nice lady she uses psychotherapy with yoga and um, very just good vibes very knowledgeable she's an avid reader as well and um, you could definitely get some good books if you schedule with her and also a few online resources that I think would be super helpful and don't be afraid to grow life is too short um 2020 has been a very tumultuous ride, but to everyone listening to this podcast, I am so glad that y'all are here with me riding this thing out. (laughs) And let's continue to choose life and step into the future and create the very lives that we want and deserve. It's okay to embrace what makes us feel safe and what we deserve. And maybe I'll Um, attach a PDF to this one on just how to create safe spaces for yourself on a tight budget. Um, Might stay posted, keep posted on that one. But thank y'all for being here. Choose life, choose growth. It's never too late to change. It's always if you say so. It starts in the heart. And with love. Have a wonderful day or evening. Goodbye. One in four people live with a mental illness. That means someone 
you know, on the bus, on the street, on the train, probably had thoughts of suicide, probably struggling with anxiety, probably suffering from depression. We never know what another person is going through. So select your words wisely. Converse with people instead of criticize because everyone has a story. And be kind, be graceful, and just keep that in the front of your mind if you ever feel yourself getting defensive or hypercritical of anyone because those numbers are probably going to double or triple probably more than that within the next two to five years it's very serious out here y'all so please spread the word a kind word to your peers if you like something about someone tell them i seen a quote I'm going to end out with this. I seen a quote and it said this. When you notice a light in a person, tell them because it's your words that keeps it on. Carry that with you all. All y'all my booze. Take care.